0: Hello and welcome to another Arts Equator podcast. On our podcast today, we're highlighting the inaugural Queer Zine Fest, which will be held at Camp Hilo Charcoal Club on the 14th of July. It's a showcase of zines, which are self-published or printed works, usually in the form of a book or a magazine. And it's also at the same time a celebration of queer art, queer stories, and queer people. The Queer Zine Fest is organized by multiple slam champion poet Stephanie Dogfoot, illustrator and cartoonist Joy Ho, multi-hyphenate Gabby Yi Ayane and Performer and Arts Manager Akanksha Ather So today I'm speaking to Gabby Hello Who's going to be sharing with us more about the Fest program and how it all came together So how did the four of you get together and how did the idea of the queer Fest originate?
1: For me, I grew up with... Well, I didn't grow up with zines but for me, zines were quite an integral part, I think, of my coming out because mm-hmm. They're, they're not curated and they're self-published so I think a lot of queer people use zines to talk about their personal experiences and the time that I discovered zines um, lined up with the time that I was also starting to discover my own sexuality mm-hmm. so they were very helpful in trying to navigate my own identity mm-hmm. um, but in doing that I realized how difficult it is to get your hands on zines in Singapore mm-hmm. because the I mean the zine culture is there it's very present but it's okay. very underground is a weird word to use but it is it is like that like if you're not looking for it you really don't mm. find it and I was talking to someone the other day about how a lot of zinesters create zines and then they print maybe like ten and then they give it to their circle of friends and it mm. just doesn't go beyond there so when I started collecting zines it was easier for me to find. LGBT zines outside of Singapore than Mm. in Singapore, which for me, I mean, I wish it hadn't been that way because I think it's very important to hear Mm. those stories like locally. And now I know that they're there, but like four years ago, I didn't. And so I was thinking about that, I think, late last year.
0: Where did you find your first zine? I
1: found it, I think it was online. I think I followed some, yeah, because I followed like a bunch of uh, artists on Instagram, and someone was like, "Oh, you can buy my zine," and I was like, "What's a zine?" Mm. So I think from there, so I was thinking about how I wished, you know, I had had access to local zines
0: mm.
1: earlier, and then I thought about uh, what Squelch Zines is doing, which is I think Singapore's only zine distro, mm. so they collect they collect zines and they actually have a really exciting zine room happening at the Singapore Art Book Fair this Mm. year. So, I saw what they were doing and I was like, it would be really cool if we had something like that for queer people. And then I talked to Steph Dogford about it, and the two of us were like, actually, why does it, like, why can't it be an event for Mm. people to actually come down and interact with the zine maker? So it's not just like, it's not just a library, but it's also an opportunity to Showcase these people and mm. give them a platform. Yeah, and then yeah. from there we talked about it and then um, I got Joy on board because Joy has done so many zine uh, yes. Festivals already. Yeah, 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 so she's been so helpful and then the she's three. She's also worked on art secret. Too. Has she? That's yeah, she's good. Published she's published so an lovely. illustration for us. Oh, yeah, her illustrations article. are so good. Yeah. yeah, so we got her on board And then she's just been lovely and then um And then after that, the three of us were like struggling because there's only three of us. And then we got Akancha in and Akancha has like a mass comms background. So, of course, Mm -hmm. they bring a lot of exciting ideas to the the festival and about how we can make it more three dimensional rather than just Mm -hmm. like a book fair. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it's kind of come to life. Apart
0: from being uh, just a showcase of zines, could you share about some of the other activities that are part of the program? Yes, I can. So we have a very exciting lineup of musicians. We have
1: five musicians. So we have Erica, we have Chris Hong, we have Jean Seizer, we have two people that I think I can't say their names yet. Um, And then we've also got a bunch of workshops and we are like we're trying really hard to make sure that the workshops um, are not just about zines, are not just about queerness, because, so that there's a bit of something for everyone. So we have an improv workshop by uh, Bavani B. from Indian Improv Theatre Singapore. Uh, we've got a workshop by Project X, and they're exploring how zines can be an important tool in amplifying marginalised voices. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also have a secret workshop by Stephanie Dogfoot, um, yeah, which should mm. be really exciting. Uh, which will only
0: be re- revealed on the day itself. Yeah, so
1: you have to come. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then we've also got craft tables, so people can come and make their own zines at the mm. festival. We've got t-shirt painting uh, stations, mm. because we're selling uh, our official t-shirts and tote bags, and they're mm. all white, so it, it's fun for people to just to mm. design them. Uh, we've got a photo booth, and we've got board games, and then Squelch mm. uh, Zines is bringing their three-meter-long zine library to wow. our
0: festival. Yeah, so mm. it's gonna be a really, really fun day. Mm. Yeah, I actually had no idea that there was like a zine culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was at the Singapore Art Book Fair, a couple of years. That was where I saw people making like people right. showcasing their zines yeah. but I didn't know there was, it was a microcosm. you know. Yeah exactly and yeah, I was, think... When, when did it kind of
1: start? I, Do you I, know about the history
0: of zines in Singapore? I'm not the
1: best person to ask because I only got into them recently mm. but I was talking to Squelch and I was talking to Steph about it and Squelch was talking about how they've been at it for quite a number of years already collecting zines mm. but they said Recently, there's been a kind of more interest in zines, and it's kind of, I guess people are more interested in the medium now than they mm-hmm. were four years ago. And Steph was also saying a similar thing mm-hmm. that recently it's become more popular. And I yeah, I don't know if it has to do with the fact that you hear more about zines like online now than you mm-hmm. did last time. Yeah. yeah, but I I mean my my gut feeling is they've always
0: been there. I think people always. Just make zines, It's yeah, very easy to make. It's yeah. it's portable. It's yeah. yeah,
1: correct. But I guess the sense of community is not, is not quite, or or maybe I just don't see it. But it's not as strong as in other countries where it's more mm. visible, which is part of the reason why we're so excited about this festival because I think it's also an opportunity for um, zine creators to come together and realize that there's other people out there creating mm. very exciting things yeah. and then for them to connect yeah. and so it, in that sense we're hoping mm. for a sort of longevity of the of the project where um, it's not just a one-day event yeah. but people will make friends people will connect mm. and then and then we can sort of start building
0: up this community of scene stars. Mm. So I'd like to talk a little bit about what being queer means and why it's important for this to be a queer event on your Facebook page on one of the posts it talks a little bit about what it means to be queer and i quote fundamentally queer refers to anyone whose sexual orientation isn't exclusively heterosexual it's deliberately vague to encapsulate the people who feel that other labels are too specific for them i i feel like queer has a lot of weight the word queer has a lot of weight attached to it and it has a lot of of complex connotations as opposed to something like lgbtqia Mm. with its history as a derogatory slur and then Mm. being radically reclaimed over the past uh, few decades and now it connotes a sense of activism of solidarity Mm. and a sense of fluidity and flexibility and openness in how we see gender identity and sexual orientation Mm. so do you see the queer zine fest as being an effort towards advocacy and activism to raise awareness of that Openness of identity, and do you also see it as building a safe space for people to feel accepted? Yeah, Yeah.
1: I think definitely our main goal is, or one of our main goals is to create a safe space Mm. um, to tell queer creators that their work is valid and Mm. it's being recognized. Because a lot of time, I think a lot of the time, I think a lot of queer pieces don't get the attention they deserve Mm. in Singapore because they are queer, and so. Uh, we do want to create an environment where where they feel recognized, mm. um, and yeah, and I think so. The safety comes in the fact that we are saying mm. this is a queer zine fest, mm. so we are giving these queer creators the platform, and then we are opening it up to anybody to just come in and learn about learn about mm-hmm. queerness or gender identity or sexuality um, and to talk to the people behind these, um, these zines. It, you know, all in a setting where it's very mm-hmm. clear that we're here to support the queer creators and mm-hmm. not that it's a... Um, yeah, because sometimes when you talk about these things outside a specifically queer mm-hmm. zone, Per se, I think a lot of queer people may not feel like they can speak up or that Mm. they can talk about their stories because they don't feel safe. Mm. So I think by highlighting them and putting them at the center of our event, we're trying to create that dialogue as well. Mm. Um, So I guess in a way, it is a soft form of activism where we're not going out there and we're saying, like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, but we want to open up that conversation, Mm. um, whether it's between like, uh, queer people or between like queer people and not mm. queer people yeah and i think yes like queer is more loaded a term than lgbtqia plus um although queer does fall under lgbtqia plus yes, yes. <laughs> yeah uh, yes, um of course. yeah but yeah so I, I i guess in maybe in in phrasing it that way perhaps it does it does come across a bit more. Of an activist project, I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, but I mean, we chose it because we liked um, the vagueness and the kind of reclaiming of that word yeah, as well, yeah, and yeah. and in that sense, reclaiming the space as well. Mm. So we kind of wanted that kind of meaning. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Because queer history in Singapore is quite interesting. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, and it's only being. It's only recently we hear more about it. Yeah, about exactly. More stories about it, like with yeah. Isheng's, queer tour of the yeah. National Gallery, which yeah. I haven't been to yet. But I really <laughs> <want> to <laughs> do. Okay. And then there I just saw on Facebook a queer tour of Chinatown, of the queer history oh, of Chinatown. That is exciting. I was like, oh, that is very okay. cool. Yeah. It's oh. in July. So this is a very self-directed and grounds-up initiative. Um, to organize the Queer Fest, mm. what has the organizing process been like so far, and what are some of the challenges you faced, and what keeps you going? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, it's been quite a flat process in that there's
1: four of us, but we decided not to allocate roles because. I mean, it started out much smaller than it is now. Mm. Um, It started out with, like, let's just get some people together with their zines and, like, put them in, like, a bar or something. Mm. And now there's so many, like, other things that we're doing, which is really exciting. And Mm. the support also has been really nice. So thank you for this podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's kind of been all of us doing a bit of everything. So Joy is an illustrator. So initially, we brought her on. To do like the posters and the marketing collateral and Mm -hmm. things Um, but she's got so much experience with zines and she's yeah she's so forthcoming with all of her information um that she's also you know she's ended up helping us with the kickstarter and then she's been promoting it on social media as well and um yeah so i i guess that's an example but we kind of have been just flowing in and out of different roles, um, which I guess is the case with a lot of indie projects. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess for us the biggest issue is funding because I mean we're like four artists, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the money like we don't really have the money to mm-hmm. to um, make it happen on our mm-hmm. own. Um, so I guess the yeah it's it's the mm-hmm. it's the money. It's always yeah. the money.
0: Um, and also it's a queer project in yes, Singapore. Yes, it's yeah <laughs> exactly. That's
1: yeah, it's an extra mm. obstacle. So. There were a lot of people from the get-go, we were like, we can't talk to them, mm. or like, we can't ask them for anything because yeah. we don't want it to become yeah. a bigger... We don't want uh, We don't want to become an issue. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, to a certain extent, there is a need to mm. stay a bit underground yeah. so that people don't find fault with our event and try and shut us down, Yeah. Like, which hasn't happened. <laughs> like, yeah. so far, it's all been good. Like, we haven't
0: yeah. gotten any negative responses. Yeah. Like, it. something I was thinking about was that even Ping Dot, about inclusivity and everything, but it doesn't yeah. position itself as a queer. It doesn't yeah. have that like no, it doesn't. that thing. Yeah, that that, that label or the tag on that enables people to be able to talk about it yeah. but not actually say that Yeah, this is a queer event. Exactly,
1: know? yeah. So that was one of our earlier like when we were trying to name the event, we were like, should we come up with something a bit more like avant garde? Mm-hmm, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, like you know, should we not reference the fact that it's mm-hmm. queer or you know, yeah. do we say something like Like do we allude to it? Yeah, Yeah, and then but we were talking about it, and I think it was Akancha who was like, "No, you know, (laughs) like if you want to create a platform for queer artists, then you kind of need to make it clear that it is a platform for yeah. yeah, exactly." And I think you know, if that's the kind of response we want to get, like if we want people to be open to queerness, then we also have to be forthcoming with the yes. fact that this is what we are.
0: Mm-hmm. So how many like booths do you have? Currently similar? we have like over 20. Okay.
1: Um, and then we have like five workshops and five musicians. And we have the zine library. I think we have like 30 applications, but we had to turn people away because they weren't queer. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah. For, it's a yeah, space. yeah, for for us that was important that yeah. you know it is a space for the yeah. LGBTQIA+ yes. class community. But I mean it was it, w- it was it was nice cuz we were so worried at the start that you know what if people don't want to come out and like talk about mm. these things. But yeah. it's actually surprising how generous people want to be with their stories and with their mm. art. So mm. that's really nice.
0: How did you how did you settle on a
1: venue? Uh, oh, it was actually through the people at the Be Inclusive app, which is, is a new app on, I think it's just available on iPhones, mm-hmm. uh, not Androids, but they're working on it, um, and they basically have a database of all the spaces that are, you know, like um, LGBTQIA plus oh. friendly or uh, wheelchair accessible or, you know, all these mm-hmm. different things. So you can search for like everything, you know, you can search for Uh, food and beverage places, you can search Mm -hmm. for clubs, you can search for healthcare providers that are Mm -hmm. inclusive. Mm -hmm. And so when we were looking for a venue, we asked (laughs) Shannon Tan if she knew if she knew anyone. And she referred us to the people at this app. And they were like, actually, the people at Camp Kilo are really nice. And Mm -hmm. I think they fit. Uh, what you're trying to do Mm. and so we reached out to them and they like they were so nice they were like yes you know take our space we're not doing anything that Saturday anyway and yeah so I mean it's it's really nice we weren't expecting everything to go so smoothly but Mm. they've been so accommodating and so nice and like we've been so annoying like we've been going down to their premises to like walk around and like look Breaking at things place, yeah, yeah and they're fine with it <laughs> so nice. yeah they've just been really nice,
0: nice about it so it's taking place on july 14 yeah in the afternoon right? yes
1: 12
0: 30 to 5 30 yeah, yeah. The Kickstarter is open until I
1: think it's open until the twenty second. Yeah, the twenty second. twenty okay, second of June. Twenty second of June,
0: yeah. Okay. And we'll post a link to the Kickstarter on Artsy Creator. That would be as super well as helpful. the Queer Zine Fest Facebook page. Yeah, sure. Thanks, thanks. for thanks for coming no, down. Thank you. <laughs> we look forward to the to the Zine Fest.
1: Thank you.